At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Living on the Edge on a Friday afternoon, Matt Humans, Brady Cannon from the South Point Sportsbook. Welcome in as we wrap up the week and uh, more big news in the NBA, but we're not going to start there today because it's almost football season, Brady. When you get to July, you feel like football's right around the corner. And here in Las Vegas, it's the first day you can sign up for the Westgate Super Contest, which I know is uh, close to your heart. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, let's see, about another six, eight weeks from now, we'll have Super Contest Weekend, uh-huh. uh, which is another big event, a milestone date uh, as far as Westgate Super Contest sign-ups. Super Contest Weekend, by the way, is going to be August 20th. That's right. when the golf, course, uh, golf tournament's going to be at the Las Vegas Country Club. and uh, I think they're giving away 10 free entries this year. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's an incredible promotion that you and Jay Cornegay came up with. You guys thought this up, um, I'm going to say, five or six years ago? Maybe? Well, it, it was actually uh, 10 years ago because uh, we came up with it, Jay and I did, the year after I was on the Sanssouci team that won the contest. Uh, I, you know, after that, I said, hey, Jay, let's, let's do a golf tournament. And as you know, I'm in the tea time business, so uh-huh. it was a little bit selfish here. I was trying to promote my golf business as well, and at the same time promote Jay's contest and the Westgate. So uh, that's when it came to fruition. So I guess this will be about year 11. Is it that much? Of wow. the Super Contest weekend. I know for a, a couple of years there, we had a VSIN stage out there at right. the Westgate Superbook and uh, helped promote that tournament. Um, I'm not sure if you're keeping track, Brady, but my team has won the Westgate Golf Tournament three years in a row. Yes, I, okay. I you know, I, I need to, uh, we need to have a competition. You uh, you look like Texas A&M out there putting together a, head of a hell of a recruiting class. Um, give me free reign who I can put on my team, okay. and uh, we should go head-to-head. All right, we can do that this year, August 20th at the Westgate. Get your uh, sign-ups in for the tournament and uh, for the uh, contest and playing the golf tournament as well. Let's take a look at the Westgate Super Contest and Super Contest Gold. And for many, many years, this contest set the stand- standard for football contests yes. in Vegas. It was a gold standard, the Super Contest, a $1,000 entry fee, max three entries per person. You pick five games a week against the spread in uh, weeks one through 18, Top 30 are paid, and you're going to have more than 2,000 entrants in the contest this year, I'm sure. The Super Contest Gold's $5,000. You pick five games a week against the spread, and it's winner take all, unless there's a tie, and then you have a split. Uh, I was in the Super Contest Gold the very first year, and uh, I think I finished eighth out of like 98, but 
even second place is no good. You got to finish first if you're going to cash in that one. The super contest, like I said, was gold standard for many years. I still, um, I still consider it the premier contest, even though if you're going to base it on money, circa has uh, stolen the show because Derek sure. Stevens has upped the ante in uh, the pot in the in the circuit contest is much more than it's going to be in the Westgate. But still, I think it's, you know, this is a prestigious contest. I know, Brady, you've been proud for a long time to be part of a team that won it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, if you look at both contests, your chances of winning are actually pretty similar. On the surface, you would look at the Westgate Super Contest and say, okay, you know, they're projecting 2,500 people, uh, but they only pay out 30, uh, the top 30 winners. Circa Millions is projecting 6,000 participants, but they pay out the top 100. Mm -hmm. But both contests also have a number of in-season contests, mini-contests, if you will, throughout the year. The Westgate now is up to 11 mini-contests going on throughout the season. They have you know, six three-week mini-contests, they have three six-week mini-contests, and then two uh, nine-week mini-contests, and they pay out five spots in that nine-week contest, uh, four spots in the six-week contest, and then the top three in the three-week mini-contest. So there's really a lot of opportunities to win in both of these contests. The Circa Millions has, you know, the quarterly prizes, the booby prize. So, you know, your, your percentages, if you're looking at, you know, on the surface, it looks like Circa, I'm competing against 6,000 people. But, you know, really, as far as the number of payouts that they both offer, I think they're pretty equal. Yeah. Well, it's July 1st, and uh, when you can sign up for the football contest, and the Circa uh, registration's been open for a while. But today's also the first day for the Golden Nugget Ultimate Football Challenge contest sign-up. July 1st has been a key date for a long time. Brent Musburger, for a couple years, was the first to sign up for the Westgate Super Contest. And uh, Brent sent me a text about the Big Ten expansion this morning. I'll talk about that in the second segment today when Tim Brando, uh, one of the premier voices of college football for uh, decades, is going to join us on the show to talk about what's next for the Big Ten and the Pac-12. But it feels like football season when you get to July 1st. we got a lot coming up here on VSIN in the next uh, several weeks. The college football preseason betting guide is right around the corner. I'm working on the uh, Pac-12 and Big Ten previews as we speak. Oh, that'll be uh, interesting. Yeah, so it's I mean, that, that really away. won't get really interesting until next season. But. Yeah, t 2024 is when UCLA and USC are going to join the Big Ten, so it really doesn't impact the way you handicap this season much at all. But it's, it is something to, uh, to talk about because it's going to turn college football, the college football landscape upside down. Anyway, Tim Brando joins us here in about uh, 10 minutes. Let's talk... NFL, and let's talk Indianapolis Colts, because I, I watch the NFL Network all the time. I'm not somebody who sits around and watch corny TV shows or <laughs> uh, things like that. I watch replays of golf tournaments, football games, basketball games. Uh, I watch the NFL Network sometimes in the middle of the night when I'm working. And yesterday I saw something in interesting. Cynthia Freeland, who's a, I want to say a numbers guru, a math guru at the NFL Network, was touting the Colts as a Super Bowl playoff sleeper team. It's just as, as a Super Bowl sleeper team. And you can find some, uh, some pretty high odds on the Colts out there in, in relation to the Super Bowl futures board because you're not going to find many long shots that actually win the Super Bowl. I agree. It's rare when it happens. Bengals, right? The Bengals came close last season. Occasionally you'll get a long shot to get to the Super Bowl, but it's not too often that it happens. Could the Colts be that type of team this season, Brady? Let's take a look at it. This is a bet MGM the Colts are 25 to 1 to win the Super Bowl, minus 105 to win the NFC North to make the playoffs. Their favorites almost uh, 2 to 1, minus 190, and the win total is 9.5, shaded to the over. And there's a lot to talk about here with the Colts, but I'm going to let you weigh in first before we hear from Cynthia Freeland. Well, as far as the bets, I kind of like to make the playoffs at minus 190 than I do better than the lower price to win the division because obviously you can still make the playoffs and not win the division. I think you have less risk there, but still laying less than $2 I think is a good bet on the Indianapolis Colts. I wore my Colts shirt today. I knew we were going to talk some I Colts noticed that, here. Brady. Yeah, yeah, so my lucky green Colts shirt uh, to kick off the month of July. But 
no, I, I am high on this team. Uh, obviously, they bring Matt Ryan in. Uh, obviously, a strong point of this team is their offensive line. I think, uh, you know, the receiving core is pretty darn good. They've just been banged up with injury, it seems like, for the past two or three seasons. T.Y. Hilton now, you know, is not going to be a part of this picture, uh, it seems. But, uh, you know, Jonathan Taylor, who I think is possibly a good bet to win the rushing title, uh, maybe in the AFC if you can find it, you know, whittled down to just that market. But I think this team has all kinds of tools. I think they have a good head coach in, in Frank Reich, and they play, maybe the biggest thing, mm-hmm. is they play in a pretty weak division. Uh, they certainly don't play in a weak conference, but they play in a weak division. Yeah. But the best bet on the board there that Cynthia points out, and again, at BetMGM, I like minus 190 to make the playoffs. I actually like minus 105 to win the AFC North, too, because like you pointed out, I think that AFC North, excuse me, it's AFC South, by the way. That's The graphic should say AFC South. That's a weak division with the uh, Titans, the Jaguars, the Texans. It's, it feels like a two-horse race. Doesn't mm-hmm. it? I don't think the Jaguars are going to surprise everybody and win that division, even though they beat the Colts last year in the final week of the regular season. And that was the end of the Carson Wentz, the brief Carson Wentz era in Indianapolis. Uh, you have to shop around if you're going to bet Super Bowl futures. Right now at the Westgate Superbook, Colts are 30 to 1 mm. at the Circus Sportsbook, 22 to 1. Bet MGM here kind of splits the middle at, um, at 25 to 1. The Colts minus 125 to win the AFC South at DraftKings. Let's hear from Cynthia Freeland of NFL Network, who touts the Colts as Super Bowl sleepers. This year, they've got that O-line. They've got the run game. They've got Matt Ryan, who creates a passing offense for them, where last year was a bit shakier. And you talked about that defense already. So you're surrounding a really good team with a really good quarterback that can execute play action extremely well. I think this is a nice kind of longer shot Super Bowl pick. It is June I think it's the 29th. 29th. My favorite for my favorite note for the day that this is my favorite long shot. June 29th, pick, <laughs> of course. All right, Brady. Before I left uh, for work today, I was pulling out of the Las Vegas Country Club, and uh, a neighbor who works at the golf course was knocking on my window, and for some reason, uh, he says, "Who's your pick to win the NFC East?" <laughs> I said, "Okay, uh, the Eagles." You uh-huh. know, I, I've, yeah. I've been touting the Eagles actually for a couple months. So I like the. I'm not going to pick the Cowboys to win that division. And I think the Eagles, if Jalen Hurts can develop, uh, probably have the best shot. He says, no, no, the Washington Commanders. That's my pick because Carson Wentz, he's going to make the difference. Now, Carson Wentz was the fall guy for what happened with the Colts last season. Whether you think he should have been or not, the Colts finished 9-8 and eight and they lost their final two games. They were 4-5 and five at home. Wentz was awful. In that home loss to the Tennessee Titans. That was horrific. And he was awful in uh, the final week of the season against the Jaguars. And that's, I think, essentially why Frank Reich and Chris Ballard, the GM, decided, hey, we got to cut the cord on this guy. Uh, Wentz, actually, if you look at the TD and interception numbers, not that bad. Yeah. 27 touchdowns, seven interceptions. Jonathan Taylor was the leading rusher in the NFL last season, 1,811 yards, 5.5 per carry. He was about 500 and 50 yards better than the second-place rusher in the NFL. So you got a, you got a great running game, a pretty good defense, and uh, I think Matt Ryan at quarterback could make the difference because you would think he'd make fewer big mistakes than Carson Wentz. I would agree with that. I think Matt Ryan has a lot left in the tank. And, you know, he's obviously older than Carson Wentz is, but I certainly see him as an upgrade there. Uh, the Colts at 30 to 1, you mentioned at Westgate, I think is a really good bet. I mean, 30 to 1 is not a short price. I mean, right. that, that's a longer shot, but I think you're getting good value because you kind of figure this team's going to get to the dance and give yourself a shot from there. All right, quick break here on the edge. Tim Brando on deck. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Summer Special is here for only $19. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now until the end of July. Sign up today and you'll get VSIN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily baseball best bets, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VSIN experience, which features daily best bet emails, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at vcin.com slash summer. And one of my favorite guests here on vcin, Tim Brando, Fox Sports National Commentator. And Tim, always very opinionated. I wonder what you've been thinking here the last 24 hours after uh, UCLA and USC bolted the Pac-12 for the Big Ten. Major expansion news here this week, uh, Tim, and a lot of people I think are caught by surprise. How about you? If they were caught by surprise, they don't follow college football the way I do, or they don't follow college football as closely as many of us do. Matt, this was definitely coming, and anybody that's been close to the sport for any period of time uh, would tell you that. I'm not alone. But it's also something that you've, I think, followed me for a number of years. You know, for years, I mean decades, I've been talking about universal leadership in college football. Mm -hmm that uh, we needed a czar, that we needed someone looking out for the best interests of all of it, the totality of Division I college football, not just your constituency in any one of the conferences. We are moving systematically closer to that, uh, all because of what? Economics. The economics are such, and college football has left so much money on the table for years, um, The other guy that's in the media business that I think was on top of this, uh, even before I was, is your own Brent Musburger. Brent Brent knew this. We talked about it many times. How how many, uh, you know, college administrators were clueless when it came to moving forward and getting the most from television that they possibly could. And I think now, particularly with the stress that's been applied from name, image, and likeness, and the transfer portal, the unlimited free agency with no salary cap, never before have these conferences needed additional revenue like they do. And television, because of the extreme popularity that live sports continues to bring and deliver uh, to advertisers across the country, uh, and particularly in the wake of the COVID season, when no fans were allowed to come and you had to watch TV, that was the only way you could 
see the games. And then when uh, last year came around and we could finally go to games again, uh, the ratings continued to go through the roof. And so television rights for these conferences have noticeably gone up. Mm -hmm. And uh, the people that are uh, in charge of these leagues now, you just saw a guy come from the entertainment business with Jay-Z, your mark, that was just hired. He was with the NBA as well as NASCAR before coming to the Big 12. Uh, Josh Klyadkov, who's having to really scurry today, came from MGM Grand. You know that. Uh, these guys have to have a, a keen business sense electronically uh, and, and digitally as well as with over-the-air television because that's what's going to drive the bus. It's not just about turnstiles anymore. And athletic directors and commissioners that don't get that are left at the dock while the ship sails. So uh, this is finally... Uh, putting college football in a position to take back so much of what they've given from generation to generation to the National Football League. Mm -hmm. Tim, it seems like we're going to get a real domino effect here in the wake of USC and UCLA departing the Pac-12. If you look at the Bay Area institutions, Cal and Stanford, they were very reliant on their matchups with the L.A. schools because, like you allude to, the television coverage, the fan support, the enthusiasm and the hype about playing USC or UCLA. Would you think that uh, Cal and Stanford, this might trigger them to move elsewhere? Or i got to believe they're looking hardly, uh, closely at doing it pretty soon they have to be but i will tell you i think that they're at a disadvantage in terms of viability in the big 10 because of the presence of both oregon and washington those two are much more attractive than either of the two in the bay area uh and if you look at how the two schools have invested in their athletic programs look i have great respect for both i mean i do but you don't have to be a rocket scientist to see the differences in facilities at both uh, Oregon and Washington versus Stanford and particularly Cal. Okay, uh, what they've done with the television money they've made is not all been given to their uh, athletic department uh, in facilities. They've improved them. I'm not saying that they haven't. Uh, and they could still land in a good place. I'm not going to rule out the potential that uh, they could be coming into the Big Ten. Uh, the, the likelihood of the San Francisco market alone would play a strong role uh, on their behalf. But easily the two teams that get the biggest numbers of uh, viewers that are left in the Big Ten, uh, the, in the uh, Pac-12 are in order, Oregon and Washington. That is even with Washington having a bad season uh, a year ago. Uh, those two are in a pretty good spot. What, what I believe is the bigger story as the Big Ten gets going, and I tweeted about this a little earlier, Notre Dame is another seismic get, and they have a chance to get their cake and eat it too, um, both by being Notre Dame uh, and having what they have with NBC, but also the likelihood of $100 million plus coming to them while they sit geographically right in the heart of the Big Ten. So something that the Blue Bloods of Notre Dame said they would never, never consider, I think, is very much on the table and eventually will happen. I think the Irish are headed to the Big Ten, and the next team that could be headed to the Big Ten, and this will blow your mind, is Clemson. Mm. Clemson is the most successful program in a conference with the least amount of television revenue coming to their member schools. Clemson's got to be saying, whatever the price is in grant of rights, we'll take them to court to try to keep from paying it, or if we have to pay them, fine. In one season in the Big Ten, we can more than take care of whatever that check we had to write was all about. Uh, Clemson and Notre Dame yep. are your next two big kahunas uh, in the dominoes that are about to fall. That's interesting. Tim Brando of Fox Sports with us, and uh, Fox obviously a big player with the Big Ten. Tim, I'm not sure if you can answer this in three minutes or not, but I see Dennis Dodd of CBS Sports reported, Oregon and Washington have been told by the Big Ten that the conference is standing pat for now and waiting on a decision from Notre Dame. So where, where do you yes. think this is all headed? Is the Big Ten headed to a 20-team conference? Is the SEC, after expanding with Texas and Oklahoma, headed to a 20-team super conference? Uh, what's next, and what's going to happen to the Pac-12 and Big 12? Well, I, I, you know, I, I certainly respect Dennis Dodd, and I listen, there's plenty of time here, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, plenty of time. This won't go into effect until the 24 season right. when the new Big Ten television contract is implemented. 
So, you know, nothing has to happen now. But there is an avalanche of dominoes about to fall. This is not going to be an isolated OU-Texas story that impacts um, just the SEC. And you remember this time last year everyone said the Big 12 was dead? Remember that? It's yeah. dead and buried? Mm-hmm. Well, I think they're in a pretty good spot. Uh, and this is why Kliapkov has to work hard. He's got to hold on to what's left in the Pac-12. And I guarantee you, uh, the Big 12 is going to be looking at themselves and saying, we got a chance to be the third most viable league. Everyone's talking about the Big 2. Well, we can be the next biggest, most financially strong third wheel in what is, whatever is left of what was the Power 5. The Big 12 is in a pretty good spot with the teams they acquired from the American. You know, Cincinnati, UCF, Houston, then you add BYU with an international following. And on top of that, you've got Colorado sitting there, Utah sitting there, in a region of the country that the Big 12 could say makes a lot of sense. How about the Arizona schools? Mm-hmm. That's not chopped liver. Arizona and Arizona State have got to be saying, okay, we need to get our situation as financially stable as we possibly can. I definitely think that Notre Dame has to be extended that first offer. Big 10 needs an answer there, yes. But the SEC is not going to stand pat either. You know, they're looking at is what's left of the ACC. The problem Clemson has with the Southeastern Conference, politically, South Carolina doesn't want that to happen. Big Ten knows that. Mm-hmm. Now, what does the SEC do? You go right after Miami, where Dan Radakovich, the athletic director formerly at Clemson, knows he wants to get back into that big league and get solvent again. Miami could do that. So could North Carolina. And so could Florida State. Uh, there's going to be a lot of movement here, and it's not just going to be about the Big Ten. The SEC will get to 20, the Big Ten will get to 20, and of those 25 remaining schools, I still believe the Big 12 is going to be in a good spot, and the potential of having a Big Four or Big Three exists. And I do think a, a coming breakaway from the NCAA is in play. Our friend Jim Delaney's fingerprints are all over this, Matt. Jim Delaney is accomplishing more behind the scenes than he ever did his Big Ten commission. Yeah, Tim, we could talk to you about this for an hour, uh, (laughs) but we only had 10 minutes, so we're going to try to catch up with you again soon. Hey, I really appreciate the time today. Thanks a lot for jumping on, Tim. You got it. Matt, Brady, good to be with you anytime. Say hello to Brent. Very good. Thanks, Tim. All right, Tim Brando of Fox Sports, always an elite guest. All right, we'll take a quick break. Come back here on The Edge. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine. Nicotine pouches are smoke-free and spit-free, and they're made with food-grade ingredients. Simply open the child-resistant lid and place the pouch between your upper lip and gum, and for one hour, you'll get real nicotine satisfaction. Zen is available in 10 varieties and two strengths, 3 milligrams for fresh nicotine satisfaction and 6 milligrams for even more nicotine enjoyment. Simple and discreet, you can enjoy Zen anywhere, anytime. Find your freedom, find your satisfaction, find your Zen. Visit Zen. That's ZYN.com to learn more and to find Zen Nicotine Pouches near you. Zen Nicotine Pouches are for adults 21 plus or older who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Great job, Brady Cannon. All right, let's follow up on Tim Brando's uh, conversation there and all he had to say on conference expansion with the Big Ten adding UCLA and USC as early as 2024. Texas and Oklahoma obviously last year announced they're bolding the Big 12 for the SEC. I do think, like Tim alluded to at the end, we're headed to two 20-team super conferences, the Big and the SEC. What's going to happen to the Pac-12? Is the Pac-12 going to implode at this point? Which conference can pull it together? Who's going to leave? I mentioned the Dennis Dodd report that Washington and Oregon have been told by the Big Ten, hold on, we're waiting for a decision from Notre Dame. Uh, what can the Pac-12 do to pull it together if, if it can do anything at this point? What's right. going to happen to the Big 12, the ACC? 
there's a lot to talk about here. Yeah, and it kind of seems all negative, you know, at our first glance here, our first reaction over the last 24 hours or so. It just seems like college sports is being turned on its ear. But Tim, you know, kind of alluded to some possible positive outcomes of this, and he, and he said maybe there's only going to be two or three super conferences. Uh, what I worry about is some of these little school or smaller sports in the Pac-12. You talk about women's softball, baseball, volleyball, water polo, and now you're asking these teams to travel across the country in a midweek type of situation. It's like the term student athlete is a complete misnomer at this point. And like Tim also talked about, it's really all about dollars. So the Pac-12, yeah, I think they're in trouble. Uh, you know, I, I mentioned Cal and Stanford, Washington and Oregon. You got to believe these teams are on the move. I mean, what is the Pac-12 going to do? Recruit Boise State and, and San Diego State to its conference? Um, Tim talked about Colorado and Utah certainly makes sense to go to the Big 12. I, I think uh, we're far from finished on all the movement going oh, on no here. there's no doubt about that. Uh, so I don't think anybody at the administrative level in college gives a damn about the small sports. Which is a shame. Minor sports it is, but hey, that's life. It's money. money follow the money, right? <laughs> yeah, no that's, doubt. Uh, that's the truth in uh, pretty much everything. Colin Coward of uh, Fox Sports actually tweeted this yesterday. I wanted to uh, throw this up there because I know on the West Coast, a lot of people are saying, why the hell would you join the Big Ten? Colin Coward uh, tweeted, some insiders are questioning the UCLA move, but the Bruins don't draw well even when decent. How do, how do you solve that? Badgers, Buckeyes, Hawkeyes, Spartans, Wolverines. The big fans travel. Two new NFL teams in Los Angeles have made drawing attention even tougher I love this for UCLA. That's coward. I think UCLA and USC made very smart business decisions here because the next media rights deal for the Big Ten is going to distribute somewhere between 80 to $100 million a year to each Big Ten program. The Pac-12 was pulling in around $30 million a year for its uh, member institutions, and Larry Scott effectively destroyed the Pac-12, mm -hmm. uh, the former commissioner. He was a disaster. So and, and destroy huh? might be true. I yeah, mean, we, I we might not be that far away from total destruction. That's what I'm saying. Is this conference going to implode? So I, I guess it depends on what I would like to see the Big Ten do. And I know Notre Dame's going to be the first piece, but add at least two more Pac-12 teams, if not three more. And then when you're talking about the minor sports, too, those teams can still kind of play a lot of games within each other because you're going to have two divisions. You could have an East and a West or maybe – some of the teams don't have to travel that far. They can play a lot of games within the division. The longest trips for UCLA and USC might be to the Chicago area where they're going to play Wisconsin, Illinois, Purdue, you know, Nebraska, whatever. Anyway, you could have, I, I think, Oregon, Washington, and why not Stanford as a target, an elite academic institution with a great athletic history too. I like Stanford a lot, but this is going to be more about TV markets and uh, what, they, what the Big Ten values the most. You know, there's so much trickle-down effect, too. You talk about the college football playoff and, you know, automatic bids in the NCAA basketball tournament, the Power Five conferences. All, all that's going to change. They're going to have to rework everything. It, it's amazing that two, obviously, big institutions, but two schools make a move, and this has really changed a lot of things or will change a lot of things here in the near future. Well, geographic conference borders are gone. Yeah. They're gone. Yeah. Because now you got two LA schools in the Big Ten. You got Rutgers and Maryland, Penn sure. State in the Big Ten. It's a national conference now. And the SEC, I think, is still uh, SEC has still got some big moves to make here. Because uh, I do think we're headed, like I said, to two twenty-team super conferences. And uh, it's, unfortunately, it's all about football. I would yeah. like to see basketball as part of the thought process because. I'm a huge college football and basketball fan. I love to bet college football and college basketball. I think Kansas has a lot of value to the Big Ten. Yeah. Not in football, no. but you do have to have a couple bad football programs in your conference. Um, to keep everybody happy, right? Yeah. You got to have somebody you can beat up on. But Kansas <laughs> is obviously a huge attraction for Big Ten basketball. No doubt. So I think, I mean, think about from a basketball perspective, if you're the Big Ten, you pull in UCLA and Kansas. And you're Massive. not done yet? I, I, I still think there's... And Arizona, right? There's another basketball powerhouse. Uh, I, the Arizona market, I think, is being overlooked here as well. Cause I Phoenix, agree. Phoenix is a major market, and you got Arizona and Arizona State sitting there. So who knows what the hell is going to happen next? But um, 
college sports is in chaos right now, no question about it. It's all because of greed and money anyway. A lot more to talk about with that, but thanks to uh, Tim Brando. We appreciate him jumping on today. Brent Musburger uh, tweeted, unbelievable what happened yesterday with UCLA and USC. The Rose Bowl is in shock. Uh, I, you know, I'm sure Brent had an idea that this might happen. But it did kind of come out of nowhere yesterday. It did. It did. Nobody, and it happened so fast. Yeah, nobody in the media was reporting, hey, there are discussions between UCLA, USC, and the Big Ten. You didn't hear any of that the last two weeks. All you heard was, boom, this could happen. And then six hours later, it's done. It's approved. And it's surprising to me that nothing ever leaked uh, in the media in the, in the past couple weeks. Anyway, let's move on to uh, golf. Brady and I have a lot of action uh, golf betting this week, and Brady, I texted you a couple nights ago, and I put in a couple bets on the Irish Open because I wanted to watch that overnight. And um, I bet on Lucas Herbert at thirty-five to one, and uh, Seamus Power at fourteen to one. And uh, both those guys are inside the top ten right now. The tournament favorite, Shane Lowry. I don't know if you were watching this morning, but Lowry had the birdie. The final four holes, each of the final four holes to make the cut, and he did it. Uh, so Shane Lowry is going to play the weekend at the Irish Open, and uh, you got a pretty good leaderboard there in uh, Ireland. Yeah, you and I, when we were talking about getting involved with this tournament, you and I both like the build-up here to the Open Championship, the Irish Open, the Scottish Open, mm -hmm. and then the British Open. And I said, yeah, maybe I'll get involved. I don't bet the European Tour very often at all. And you and I both thought Shane Lowry, my, uh, he was probably clearly the best player in this field. I'm glad I didn't bet him. It was about 8-1 to one He was 8-1, to one, yeah. yeah. And uh, you got Seamus Power. I've got Aaron Rye. They're both at 8 under par, three shots off the pace right now. Jorge Campillo is is currently your leader. I also did put a play on Adrian Moronk at 35 to 1. He's just one shot off the pace. So I've got two guys really in the mix after 36 holes, and uh, Seamus Power certainly looking good for you. Uh, he's looking good, but uh, I, I would say there's a long way to go. We're, oh, we're, yeah. We're at halftime. We're only halfway through. Uh, as we head to the weekend, I'll tell you who's looking good Wes Reynolds. Uh, this guy's been hot he uh, really has. golf capping recently, and uh, he's got. I think he's got posting in the John Deere Classic. I'm pretty sure at around 50 or 55 to 1, and he's got the leader right now. Yeah, you're, you're right. I believe he does have posting. He's also got Aaron Rye, I know, on the uh, Irish Open, so pretty good position there with Rye. Poston has a two-shot lead currently at the John Deere, 12 under par. Shot a 62 on Thursday, and right now three under par already through just six holes. So, you know, I, I was talking about this with Stormy Bonantoni on My Guys in the Desert yesterday, and JT Poston really kind of came out of nowhere. He had a good mm -hmm. tournament last week at the Travelers, but otherwise it hasn't been a real great year for a guy that, you know, was hot a couple of years ago when he won the Wyndham Championship, um, but really hasn't, you know, made a lot of leaderboards since then. But he is certainly on one right now. 12 under par to lead over Matthias Schwab, Christopher Goderup, C.T. Pan, and Callum Terran uh, bringing up the rear there as far as your top five at the John Deere Classic. I've got some guys still in the hunt. Uh, I have not given up on Maverick McNeely yet. He's a five under par, making the turn as we speak. Uh, McNeely was at a 31 to 1. Ryan Moore, who I have at 85 to 1, he was as high as 100 to 1 at Circa. He's seven under today, now oh, six good. under for the tournament. And he's actually uh, just finished his round. And Scott Stallings is at seven under. And he's still in the front nine today. So a couple guys still in the hunt there. But J.T. Poston, the leader for Wes Reynolds, who has him at 55-1 to 1, at 12 under in the John Deere. My, Sorry, uh, my we best... ran out of time to talk about the Saudi tournament. <laughs> I've, I've still got Patrick Rogers and Adam Long, my best two okay. chances right now. Wes is on Patrick Rogers as well. You yeah. guys doubled up on that one this week. All right, quick break. We come back. Best bets. We're going to talk baseball and NBA to finish the show today. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. 
I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Tune into VSIN's Combat Sports Podcast. First strike for a full breakdown of Saturday's UFC card here in Las Vegas. Host Dave Ross is joined by UFC fighters Stephen Wonderboy Thompson and Cub Swanson, as well as UFC announcer John Anik to give you a firsthand expert analysis, provide the latest odds, and tell you why they think who has the edge. First strike is presented by DraftKings Sportsbooks. For all UFC 276 only, all DraftKings Sportsbook customers can place the same game parlay and double your winnings if that bet cashes. If you aren't a DraftKings Sports customer yet, just download the app, use the code VSIN when you sign up, and place your UFC same game parlay. You can catch First Strike on today's VSIN YouTube channel and wherever you download your favorite podcasts. All right, a lot of big news in the NBA. How about this trade today? The Timberwolves have picked up Rudy Gobert from the Utah Jazz. They send back Patrick Beverly and four first-round picks. I think that's a pretty good trade that. for Utah. I agree. Uh, the Celtics have just acquired Malcolm Brogdon from the Indiana Pacers, and uh, the Celtics gave up two role players and next year's first-round pick to get Brogdon. I think that's a pretty good uh, trade for Boston. Let's talk about this uh, Kevin Durant situation as we head into uh, NBA free agency in a wild offseason here. Ben Fox tweeted this out yesterday from DraftKings. Odds for the team Kevin Durant will play for next regular season. And uh, the Suns, minus 200 favorites, odds on favorites. The Nets at 7-1, 76ers 8-1, the Bulls in the Heat at 9-1. I think you got to consider the Heat as a serious option there at 9-1. Uh, yep. The Trailblazers at 12, Celtics 16, Lakers and Mavericks each at 18, Clippers and Pelicans at 20. I'm sure the Lakers... And the uh, Clippers would each love to make a deal for KD, but I'm not sure they can swing it. Uh, looks like the Suns have the best shot. I asked JVT, V-Sends NBA writer, uh, NBA analyst today, who he would bet on. Who's his best bet for Kevin Durant? Where is he going to land next season? He said, no idea, but Phoenix would be uh, his pick as we speak today. A three-team trade is likely, he thinks, and OKC could be involved. So that's why Phoenix is the odds-on favorite on the board there, minus 200. Uh, I would say 
Brady, if you gave me a few bucks to bet on that, I'd probably put it on the Miami Heat at 9-1. to one. Yep, I, I think Miami, I mean, I wouldn't put anything past Pat Riley to get a deal done. Uh, I think I don't think the Nets are a huge bad bet either. We had JT, uh, JBT on yesterday, and he said, you know, the Nets really control this situation because of KD's contract. So it's not necessarily where KD wants to go. It's where the Nets can find the best deal. Uh, so at 7-1, to one, I might look at the Nets if they're not able to wheel and deal and find the right package to get rid of Kevin Durant. Uh, I agree with you on the Heat. Um, I don't want to lay minus 200 on the Phoenix Suns. Um, I don't know necessarily why. I mean, I guess they become the favorite because KD said he wants to go there. Well, no, the Suns actually have what it takes to make a deal happen. The Lakers and Clippers don't. No. They're, they're backed against the wall. Anyway, uh, yeah, I agree. KD, he can't, uh, he can't call his shot. That's the downside of signing a long-term contract. You don't have uh, power to say where you're going next. If you want to sign, if you've got all the money in the world, why not just sign one-year deals? And uh, then you can dictate where you go next. A lot, a lot of these NBA players, and Aaron Rodgers tried to pull this uh, power trip in the NFL as well. If you want out, uh, and you sign a long-term contract, too bad. It's not your decision and where you go next. The Brooklyn Nets' responsibility is to get the best deal they can to help the future of the Nets, not Kevin Durant. And where did Rodgers end up, right? On the same team. So that's why maybe the Nets at 7-1 to one aren't a bad play either. All right, let's talk baseball. Best bets. Brady Cannon's got one tonight. And, uh, Brady, you're going to go with the underachieving Angels well, on the road <laughs> against the Astros, and you're playing a dog here. Actually, uh, you played plus 120 overnight, and now at Circa, Michael Lorenzen and the Angels are plus 148. Yeah, you know, it's interesting, the line movement on this. The overnight line was plus 125. I grabbed it at plus 120, and then it skyrocket, uh, skyrockets the other direction this morning. Now you can get plus 140. I've seen even as high as plus 160 on the Angels. Uh, but I've bet on Lorenzen a couple times for winning bets earlier this season. Now he's been through an awful stretch here, one and three with a 6.75 ERA as of late. Uh, but that was also a lot of that during the time when, what did the Angels lose, 15 games in a row or 14 games in a row, something like that. So Lorenzen has not been as bad a picture, uh, pitcher as his recent record would indicate. I think he's probably due for a bounce back here. Uh, prior to this 1-3 and three stretch, of course, he was 5-2 and two on the season. I played it at plus 120. Obviously, I would play it at plus 140 or better. Um, you know, the Astros are in that weird situation. Now, what's tough to go against the Astros right now is because they've been red hot. They just took care of business with both the Mets and the Yankees. Maybe they exhale a little bit, and the Angels, like I say, have been uh, playing much better baseball than that stretch that they were on when they lost all those games in a row. And that one-game series, if you will, with the Yankees on Thursday, uh, maybe this is a good spot to go against the Astros. We'll see. The money's certainly going against me. Yeah, I had a small bet on the Astros last night. I mentioned that on the show. And it was a small bet because Jordan Alvarez was out of the lineup. Right. I'm not sure if he's going to play tonight or not. I would guess not, but the – uh, I haven't seen any confirmation on that either way. But the Astros up to minus uh, 170 here at the South Point with the Angels at plus 155. Uh, you had one more bet in baseball, I believe. Uh, I did not oh, have no, another. No, that's a football best bet, correct? Yeah. Let's get to that. We're going to uh, continue the baseball talk here for a minute. I want to get to the uh, Yankees-Cleveland Baseball Club game. And uh, <laughs> I'm not acknowledging the nickname still. But I, I would consider a play, a small play on the dog in this game tonight. I haven't made it, and I'm not sure I will. Jose Ramirez is on a tear uh, for Cleveland, by the way, batting 296, a 381 on base percentage, 16 home runs. Uh, but you got a pitcher on the mound for the Indians tonight who uh, you really don't want to back too often, Aaron Savali. And um, Garrett Cole getting the start for the Yankees. He's actually rebounded pretty well since he got bombed for five homers in that game at Minnesota on June 9th. In his last 20 and a third innings, Cole's allowed only two earned runs. Uh, the Yankees' offense has been a little bit inconsistent here in the past week, and the Indians, I guess I'll say it, the Guardians are a hot team at this point at plus 190. Do you take a shot? Maybe worth a small bet. I'm not sure if I'm going to play it, but I'm certainly not going to lay that price with the Yankees. 
I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I, I think the Guardians are attractive at plus 190. I mean, what kind of role are they on right now? Those two wins that they got in that series against Minnesota, they walk it off on Wednesday night. They walk it off with another home run on Thursday night. So I got to believe this team is really riding some momentum coming into this series with the Yankees. Uh, the problem is, I think Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole's been very good in his career against Cleveland. 3.17 ERA in seven career starts. Starts. He's also 2-0 and against Cleveland when he's on the road with an ERA of just 2.14. I'm with you. I don't want to lay the price here. Uh, it's hard to go against the team with the best record in baseball, but I think if I had to play this, I might bank on the momentum that the Guardians currently have and that big price at plus 190. All right, I watched last night's Padres-Dodgers game, and the Dodgers uh, got two home runs from Justin Turner. That's rare. To win the game 3-1, to one. Turner's only got six homers on the season. Dodgers got some guys really struggling right now. Uh, Turner batting 227, Cody Bellinger 209, Max Muncy 165 on oh. about 200 at-bats. Uh, but tonight, Tony Gonsolin's on the mound for the Dodgers. He's 9-0, and a whip of 0 0.85, a 158 ERA. Uh, Blake Snell starts for San Diego. Wow, seven starts, only two quality starts, and he is 0-5. Dodgers minus 175. Manny Machado is back for the Padres if you're thinking about taking a plus 160. Yeah, 0-5 versus 9-0, and Snell against Gonsolin. I was a little surprised when I woke up and looked at the screen this morning and saw the Dodgers at minus 160. I thought that was a little bit cheap. Mm -hmm. And now, sure enough, we see it all the way up to minus 175, and that makes more sense to me. But Snell has actually been very good in his career against the Dodgers. So, you know, is he going to finally come up with a gem? I mean, he has not pitched gonna well. finally come up with a win? Yeah, right, <laughs> a, a victory. Um, in the July, Blake Snell has not won a game yet. There's not Obviously, much that could really get me on the Padres start. side here. You wonder if they're a little bit deflated, too, because you and I talked about it. That was a good spot to be on the Padres last night with their ace on the hill, catching oh. the Dodgers off that big road trip, and they still couldn't pull it out. Um, they blew some scoring opportunities, too, and uh, gave the Dodgers a chance to win that game. Uh, so Saturday's pitching matchup in this series is a really good one. You Darvish against Tyler Anderson. Mm -hmm. That's Saturday at Dodger Stadium. Brady, quick thought on tonight. White Sox and Lance Lynn, Giants and Alex Cobb. Two pitchers are not in the Cy Young conversation for sure. But the Giants <laughs> minus 142, total of seven and a half. Well, I, uh, for many years, even when he was back with the Twins and the Cardinals, I used to like to bet on Lance Lynn when he was at home and against him when he was on the road. But Alex Cobb, he's been very mediocre. I don't want to lay minus 145 with the Giants. He has been pretty darn good at home, though, and is not allowing a whole lot of runs at Oracle Park. So maybe look at the under here. But Lance Lynn, on the other hand, has been averaging giving up about five runs a game. Yeah. I want to wrap it up here with your best bet from the NFL. We talked about the Colts as a Super Bowl sleeper team. What's your best bet? Derek Carr to win MVP at 40 to 1. Unfortunately, I don't have enough time to back it up here with an explanation, but maybe we can do that next week. That's right. We got plenty of time to talk about that as well. All right. Thanks to Tim Brando for joining us today. Wraps up the edge here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.